What are you looking forward to most about this thing being over? Not the podcast. Oh. Like, we're deep pandemic now. We're over a year in. A movie theater. You want to go to a movie, right? Yeah. I actually had this great debate within myself over the weekend because on one hand, I, I love just going to movies. Sitting there mowing down a bag of large popcorn to myself. Oh. And then the shame spiral that follows. I love that, and I miss it very much. Uh, so I'm torn between that or just being able to walk freely around a grocery store and go oh. up and down whichever aisle, whichever direction I choose. Circle back if I have to. Getting those arrows oh. peeled off. The greatest joy I will have will be a year or two from now when I'm buying my beloved Captain Crunch with berries. The greatest cereal of all time. Yeah, so grown up. And I'm standing there looking at the floor of the aisle, and I'll just see the outline of the arrow. It'll be faded. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll remember the bad year where I had to only go one way up and down the store aisle. I feel like that's going to be something 30 years from now. We will have forgotten all about this, and you will look down at the floor and go, is that the remnants of an arrow? <laughs> because that's what's saving lives, Bryce. It's yep. the air. I I can't wait until I don't have to look at the floor and I can, like you said, just sort of wander wherever my, wherever the wind blows me, I can go that direction in the grocery store because I still think back early pandemic. We were only a couple of weeks in to the arrows on the grocery store floor. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just grocery shopping and a guy tore me a new one because I stepped a few steps the wrong direction in my aisle. It was crazy, and it scar. And I still remember. I was looking at Dijon mustard. <laughs> it imprinted. Fancy. And it was yeah. But listen to this. It was so early in the pandemic. I'm looking at the Dijon mustard, and I'm going, Do I buy my regular brand, or do I go house brand? What if the economy collapses? <laughs> what if I need to make this Dijon mustard last? So anyway, I'm scarred by Dijon mustard. I used to love it, and yeah, now it just tastes bitter. Yeah, it does. Who has the energy to bark at a total stranger for going the wrong way? I mean, I see it all the time. I'm not going to stop someone in their tracks and shame them. You know who it is? It's Ronald Rule Follower. That's an actual person. Someone mentioned earlier, there was just like, I talk to people going the wrong way, but I try and make it educational. educational. No, it still comes off as condescending. They saw my eye roll at the International Space Station when I read that. Oh, hey guys, do you think? Some stores switch the directions up for the arrows every few months to prevent wear and tear, like how you rotate your tires. I would imagine so. Yeah, if you want to keep that store under warranty, you got to rotate the arrows. Hey, guys, your Dijon reference made me laugh. I got yelled at once at the grocery store. I still totally remember where I was next to the peanut butter. That's the kind of stuff that sticks with you. It, it does. does. These yeah. arrows are dividing us and not in the way that the health agencies wanted. No. They're dividing us spiritually, and I think that's worse. Do we swear on this podcast? I mean, go crazy. We'll see what happens. Well, I'm just trying to decide whether to add it on the fly before I read this next one or to just let it rip. Let her buck. Let's see how it goes. You are not the only one that follows arrows. I do as well, and I will call out the Debbie and Donnie dip that can't follow simple instructions. Oh, so this is the person. This is the person that, is this oh. the person who does it in an educational way or do they yell? Uh, based on that, I assume they yell. Yeah. I'm happy to report this self-edited. It beeped it out for you. Did it? Yeah. <laughs> Technology is amazing. Wow. Uh, wait, you guys actually follow the lines on the floor in grocery stores? Wait for it. 
sheeple. <laughs> oh, I knew it was in there somewhere. Oh, uh, okay, mercy. hang on. Before we get this thing going, let's grab this. Scott? I got a good story about Safeway. Okay. It's, it's, it's more of a way to get out of walking the wrong way. But uh, this old guy was uh, losing his mind on me, and I was in a huge rush, and I didn't even notice. But uh, if you just completely act like they're not there and you don't even listen to them, it works. Yeah, you know what I was also thinking about? Um, because I just I don't feel right ignoring people, but you're probably right, it works. What if you learn to moonwalk like Mac- Michael Jackson where it looks <laughs> like you're going one way, but you're actually moving the other way? That would be perfect, right? Yeah. This, this Especially never... with, with the overshooting stuff, because I, I do it constantly when <laughs> yeah. shopping, right? Like, yeah, I don't want jasmine rice. <laughs> I want the besmati, but it's like... it's. I, Anyway, if I could moonwalk, that would be perfect. Am I saying basmati right? I think so. Okay, basmati. I wonder who could teach me to moon dance. I've or moonwalk. I saw a TikTok about it because I I watch TikToks. Yeah, and I watched it numerous times in slow motion on repeat, and I still, for the life of me, have no idea how it works. Was it? Was this lesson for uh, moonwalking intended for grocery store aisles, or was it just a lesson in moonwalking? It was just a lesson in moonwalking. Yeah. But to incorporate it so practically into grocery shopping, I think, is outstanding. Even though the person is still clearly violating the rules of the grocery store arrow on the floor, you would have to applaud them, even if you were angry that they were going the wrong direction. It's a complex dance move. It requires your recognition. Are we doing the podcast? Oh, yeah. A lawn chair is a good town chair, but you're aware of that. It falls down to half the size so you can lay it flat. I can watch the world go by and live without a care. I've never had a bad time in my old lawn chair. I'm Garner Andrews. That's Bryce Kelly. We are the Lawn Chair Prophets. Mm. We're also Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. the host of a morning radio show in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, on a radio station called Sonic 1029. It's an alternative rock station. You should listen where you are. You can find us online at sonic1029.com. Wow. Every single day, Monday to Friday. (laughs) Not weekends. That's for chumps. That's for suckers. Yeah. Uh, We started talking on the radio show the other day about having strict parents or just weird parent rules when you were a kid? Yeah. So um, I was out. Me, I met up uh, with a friend. It was her birthday. And so we were just chit-chatting. And I don't for the life of me remember how it came up. But she started just talking about how when she was a kid, she was not allowed to say the word fart. In no. Her, house. her, her sister, her brother, they were not allowed to use the word fart. Instead, they had to say fluff. <laughs> And at first I thought she was joking, but then her sister uh, corroborated this and said, no, they had to say fluff. Does she still say fluff? No, she's got a pretty foul mouth. What? I hope her parents aren't (laughs) listening to this podcast, Amanda's parents. (laughs) But uh, I just thought that was like, who, like, what's so bad about the word fart? Yeah. Is it the hard T? Maybe. I don't know. I, I was thinking back to my childhood. I don't know that I would have said fart in my house. But I don't know if it was an actual rule that you couldn't say fart. I remember my mom talking about toots. <laughs> oh, did somebody toot? And I'd be like, no, nah, oh. I farted. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't, I definitely did had no issue saying the word fart and still don't because I'm my own man. Oh, I'm look, no sheeple. Look at this. We weren't allowed to say fart. We had to say air poop. That's even Ooh, worse. That's so vivid. It is. I hate it, yeah. but also love it. Uh, I used to have to save the water from my shower and put it in buckets to flush the toilets and water the plants outside. <laughs> and we were pretty well off as a family. My dad was just super cheap. Wow. Maybe that's what we need to do one day is just talk about your cheap parents. Is that what my uh, prize-winning garden is missing? My, shower water? The shower water, the runoff from my shampoo. Oh, you know what those cucumbers need? Some cubes. <laughs> oh, oh, gross. Oh, I hope my parents aren't listening to this. Oh, did I just say that? That's gross. Uh, we weren't allowed to whistle in the house. My dad got so angry if we did. Your dad is allergic to happiness. Not allowed to whistle. Maybe they're just terrible at it and the dad had had enough. Maybe. Maybe it was just constant Smurf theme. It's funny how some people just can't do that. No. I, did I, did I, you notice the way I just did that, though? Weren't we going to try and learn to do the, the whistle with your fingers? Oh, my God. That was one of the things we were going to do. They, somebody right now is going, uh, there's plenty of YouTube videos. I don't know. I want a real in-life, like in-person whistle tutor that I miss meet with three times a week. I saw a TikTok about it. What? Is everything on TikTok? There's nothing that's not on TikTok. And I still can't do it. I can't moonwalk. I can't whistle. <laughs> And they no. explained it as dumb as possible, and I still can't do it. Yeah. Uh, this one, this one, I can taste the bitterness, both both the literal and the figurative bitterness. When I was a kid, we weren't allowed to have Kool-Aid, too much sugar, so my mom just put food coloring in water. But after going to a friend's house, we knew Lacey. Can you imagine just drinking food coloring water? Food coloring... <laughs> Has a bitter taste to it. Don't tell me that you can't taste food coloring. You can. I just like that, that person's probably laying down on some shrink's couch right now. Going. Going back over their childhood, talking about mom pulling the wool over their eyes for years mm -hmm. with red food coloring, not Kool-Aid. Who's the mascot for food coloring Kool-Aid? Just a really skinny guy, you know? <laughs> Uses the door. <laughs> yeah, Doesn't comes through the door. Hello, it's me, food coloring Kool-Aid guy. I know I'm a bit early. Hope but... you're not busy. I brought you a refreshing treat. Yeah, not as fun as Kool-Aid guy. No, uh, I wasn't allowed to say fart either. I had to say flatulate. No. So formal. Yeah. Good day, father. I believe I must flatulate. <laughs> Pardon me, mother. Before I dress for dinner, <laughs> I must flatulate. <laughs> Oh, my God, there's pages of these. Are we reading these all? Before we dine on our fine china, you might want to let the air dissipate. Yeah. Here's somebody who wasn't allowed in other kids' houses and vice versa, not even to use the bathroom. I wasn't allowed to watch the music in kids' movies. Why? What do you mean, watch the music in kids' movies? Yeah, to fast forward through the cool songs of The Lion King? And I wasn't allowed to watch Hercules at all. Well, good. You didn't miss anything there. That was a terrible cartoon. Hey, Herc. Hey, Herc. wonder why. Was it just because he was so buff? He's the one, Hercules, softness in his eyes, iron in his thighs. I have that on business cards now. Yeah. Bryce Kelly, softness in his eyes, 
iron in his thighs. It doesn't even mention where I work or what I do. Uh, it just has that description. Glad to hear we weren't the only ones that weren't allowed to say fart. We had to say toot. There's toot. Toot is even funnier. Oh, <laughs> my dad's name is Art. We also thought he was teased as a kid, so we weren't allowed to say it because fart rhymes with art. Ooh. He never admitted that. Though. Well, you know the old saying, Gene Gene built a machine, Joe Joe made it go. Art Art blew a fart and blew the whole damn thing apart. Mm, that's beautiful. It's poetry. I've never heard that one before. Yeah. I'm going to get that written in Chinese lettering and get it tattooed on my leg. Or do the one across your belly. Oh, that's a good In the look big too. letters, yeah. Maybe the small of my back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's definitely what it was. Farty arty. <laughs> Farty arty went to a party. <laughs> uh, oh, this one. This one reeks of super religious parents. Went to school with a kid, and whenever they showered or took a bath, they had to wear their swimsuit so they wouldn't be tempted by their own body. Well, that just makes good sense. If I yeah. know anything about teenagers, yeah, it's that the only thing between them and teenage pregnancy is a swimsuit. Is a swimsuit. Yeah, because <laughs> if you keep that thing corralled within that swimsuit, yeah, that keeps all the hormones in. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> I was I was not allowed to order a drink when we were going to McDonald's because quote we have pop at home. Oh. And we weren't allowed to watch Three's Company. So two rules, no pop from McDonald's and no Three's Company. Hmm, no John Ritter and no... McDonald's Coke hits different. It does. It hits different than a can of Coke. Like, have you ever done that before where you picked up McDonald's and you didn't buy a drink and then you just had the pop at home? It's not the same meal. No way. You need the McDonald's Coke. Yeah. It's like it's designed differently to handle the saltiness of the fries. I don't know which Maybe way to go. What? What's that? Maybe it is. Did I just blow the lid off of McDonald's? Maybe you did. Here, this one is one sentence, and it's like seven words. We had to ask to open the fridge. <sighs> wow. I can already tell that that just does not sound like a fun house. No. Like, there's probably a lot of rules. That's just one of them. Yeah. You have to ask permission to open the— I'd be asking permission 5,000 times a day. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can just open it just to pass the time. There's a, oh, I'm going to read this one, and then we're going to get into the condiments rationing <laughs> part of the strict household rules. I don't know what it was about condiments, but holy crap, there were so many rules. This one right here. Hey, Garner, Bryce, my dad, w- dad wouldn't let my male friends who had earrings in the house. They had to take them out and put them in a key bowl at the door. Looking back now, it was super homophobic, so I can only imagine what growing up with grandpa was like. Ooh. Man, that is rough. I uh, I wonder, is it still like that, or is this from a time gone by of just rules like this? I know that I'm old enough that when guys first started getting their ears pierced, that was the joke. Was that, oh, that guy, you know what he is, right? Mm-hmm. Like now I don't even think people, I don't even notice it anymore. Would you? Do you have no. a no? You? I have an earring. Oh, you do. Yeah, but I get. I remember the same thing about, and then it became a thing of if you have one ear pierced versus the other one. That's right. If it was your left one, it meant this. If it was your right one, it meant that. Yeah. If you had two holes in this one, but one in the other one, it meant something entirely different. Man, different times. Trying to decode earrings back in the seventies and early eighties must have been exhausting. <laughs> uh, okay, let's talk about condiments. The the I can't find it right now, but somebody. 
I think her name was Jennifer. She texted and she said, you were only allowed to have ketchup or mustard on your hot dog. You had, you had to choose one or the other. You couldn't have both. That's the most bizarre thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Like in my is, life. is that her parents were like the taste it's brutal. I'm you, you don't want that. Or was that just sort of rationing? You could only use a little bit of ketchup or a little bit of mustard. And really, in the end, how much money were you saving? Times are tight. I can't afford ketchup and mustard at the same time. Yeah. Uh, somebody else said peanut butter was not allowed on the table at dinner time. It could be there at breakfast and lunch, but it better not be there at dinner time. I don't know what you would be eating at dinner time <laughs> that would require peanut butter, but... Yeah, I'm not smothering it on my mashed potatoes. But don't you ever have, you know, on a rainy day or a cold winter day, you go... You know what we're going to do for dinner tonight? We're going to have breakfast. Oh, breakfast for dinner. I love that. What a weird rule to have in a house. Yeah, it is strange. Get that peanut butter off the table. This is dinner time. Arm rake. Forget it. I wasn't allowed to jump on trampolines without an adult present. I hated my parents for this rule. As a grown-up, I realized they probably saved me some broken bones. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? A friend of mine, he's... uh He's an emergency room doctor, and he has told me stories about people coming in with trampoline injuries. You Probably. know what the one thing he told me about? When you <laughs> when you fall off a trampoline and you hit the ground, you make a duty in your pants. <laughs> sure, you might not ever walk again, but that's the one thing that he told me that I'm that just is locked into my brain now. The human body is a beautiful mystery. Yeah, but all doors open. When there's trauma, all the doors open and everything wants out now. It's like, I'm coming out. Oh, that is uh, that is upsetting. Gross. Somebody else said that ketchup was only allowed on the table at lunch and dinner, and it could not be on the table for breakfast. For breakfast? Breakfast. I mean, that's the one meal where I don't know if I could function without ketchup. And it's not like I eat a big greasy breakfast every morning. But when you're having hash browns and sausage and scrambled eggs, you got to have the ketchup. I couldn't do hashy bees without my ketchup. No, and nobody calls them that. Hashy bees, it's going to catch on. Sure. It's going to be a thing. Uh, we got another weird one. I'm not sure if this is strict parenting or teaching us a lesson about keeping your private life private, but I grew up on a farm with two brothers, and we used to pee outside frequently. Anytime we had to go, we would just drop the drawers. Don't think my mom liked this, so she cut down three trees around the yard so they were just stumps and called them pea trees. We were only allowed to pee on the pea trees. They were hidden amongst other trees, so we were never peeing in the open again. And that's game. how I became a serial killer. <laughs> Having designated what pee trees. What the heck? You can't just be peeing anywhere you want. Yeah, you can. You live on a farm. <laughs> pee trees. <laughs> uh, my mom didn't want me to go to parties during high school because I would come home pregnant. She said that for three years and I never got pregnant until several years later. I wonder if she knew that you can get pregnant not at a party. Yeah, you just kiss a boy in a swimsuit, boom, you're pregnant. <laughs> Sit on a toilet seat, bam, Yeah, pregnant. Uh, Jennifer, <laughs> the one who said she could only have ketchup or mustard on a hot dog, also said that her dad forbade her. Is that the word? She was forbidden. She was forbade from wearing red and pink. 
Which is a pretty good rule. Those colors don't actually go together, do they? Yeah, that's how you become the mayor of Clash City. Yeah. That's just good parenting. Uh, my dad always said regarding clothing colors, blue and green should never be seen unless it's in the washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> so I never wore green because denim was king. Oh, my God. Red and green. Should, no, blue and green should never be seen unless it's in the washing machine. I like that. That's not bad. There's another neck tattoo for you. Someone said uh, no singing at the dinner table was a rule at their house. Yeah, I don't think we could sing at ours. I would shut that down, too, because I assume, Steve, that you probably don't have the voice of an angel. Yeah. You know what? My wife, my beautiful, beautiful wife, her dad was super strict about hats in the house. He would lose his mind. In the house. If you walked into the house with a hat on, and if you ever sat down at the table with a hat on, well. That was a rule. I do remember that now. Yeah. I had to take my hat off at the table. Yeah, I don't like hats in the house for some reason. What is that? Like, I would never tell someone, hey, take your hat off. You're in my house. I would never say that, but for some reason it bugs me. I would only be wearing it if I was having a particularly bad hair day, which, let's be honest, rarely happens. Yeah. Nobody likes a bragger. Ooh, I like this one. My sister and I shared a bedroom. We were told to face the wall at bedtime so we wouldn't talk to each other. <laughs> <laughs> you can still talk to each other without making eye contact. I think there's some holes in that rule. Oh, do you want to hear one of the weirdest ones? My dad made me and my two brothers sit down to pee. That's all. <laughs> and I, I had to write back to this person. I'm like, well, how did your dad enforce that? Like, did he stand in there in a referee's shirt with a Fox 40 hanging around his neck and blow the whistle if you stood? Uh, this person said, no, he would go in after and check for stray pee spots on and around the toilet. That sounds like a super controlling dad. That makes me like, could I be a father? I don't know. I don't know if I have the energy to go and check the toilet seat for droplets every single time. No, that's... I, I don't have that energy. I admire those who do. Yeah. That's a that's a dad who has seen enough. He's cleaned up enough pee in his time that he's like, you know what? Sitting only. We weren't allowed to say fart or stupid. We heard that a lot, actually, when we were doing this on the text here. There people, was a, a lot of people saying, oh, no, I don't allow my kids to say stupid. I don't know that I would uh, put a lid on that, but that's fine. Each their own. Uh, there, a lot of people also said they weren't allowed to say the word what. Hmm? Be like, price, and you couldn't go, what? Oh, it'd have to be, pardon me? Yeah. I beg your pardon? What? I think a lot of people associate that with being rude. Oh, here's another controlling dad one. These are fun. Uh, I wasn't allowed to watch or take interest in hockey because it was too violent. Did you have to take a pledge of disinterest? How did your dad enforce that you weren't interested in hockey? Maybe every now and again he would just show a flashcard of a hockey player and be like, "Does this interest you at all?" You'd, he'd he'd flash up a you know a Sidney Crosby card and you'd have to go, um, "Is that the guy who invented the Dewey Decimal System? <laughs> is that I believe that's who it is, Father?" Weird. I'm just reading one here. It says, "I wasn't allowed to watch Goosebumps. Reading was fine, but wasn't allowed to watch it." What's the difference? I have no idea. You conjure up your own images with one, and I guess maybe you use your imagination. Goosebumps. Hmm. Uh, when my youngest son was five or six, he had a bad habit of always pulling on his junk 
We explained to him that wasn't appropriate sometimes, so we came up with a rule that he had to do 10 push-ups when he did it in front of the company. He wised up in no time. How humiliating. You'd be like, Robert, are you pulling on your jaunts? Robert, the Smiths are here. Now do 10 push-ups. <laughs> oh. oh, man. I wasn't allowed to hold my farts in. Better to bear the shame than the pain, my mom used to always say. <laughs> That's a weird rule. <laughs> are you holding in a fart over there? I can tell by the look <laughs> on your face. You're suppressing a fart, aren't you? Hmm? That was pretty ignorant. It wasn't very smart. If it would have come out the other hand, and it would have been a, a fart. Oh, my God. Another rhyme. Somebody said we had to call farts bum burps. <laughs> Again, that's no, worse. No, that's from Dane. That's too, that paints too much of a picture. That's like when you hear bum burp, you just think of... Think of the way Barney burps on The Simpsons all the time. Like you just think of this butt opening up and... Bleh. Oh, gross. Oh, bum burps. Uh, oh, here we go. I was never allowed to use toothpaste or get fluoride treatments at the dentist because, you know, mind control. Deb. But Oof. isn't mind control in our drinking water? I think it is. Yeah. How many more pages of these are we going to read? I can't believe how many weird rules people had. Yeah. Do, like, do kids have weird rules these days? Oh, probably not. You think in 20 years they'll be telling tales of the weird rules they had? I don't think so. No, there are no rules anymore. No. The adults are wrong all the time. That's right. The kids are in charge. The inmates are in charge of the asylum. <sighs> Sorry, guys. I was a kid that wasn't allowed to say fart. Now I make my kids say fluff. Oh. Look at that. It's continuing. They're going to get ridiculed. The next generation. Yeah. Can you imagine saying that in high school? Mm. In grade 11, and you say, oh, who fluffed? Oh, good luck climbing the social ladder after that. My mom's rule was to never, ever ask her about her age. I don't know how old. I didn't know how old my mom was until like three years ago. When I had to check her in for a flight, I'm 34. All my friends thought it was so weird not knowing how old my mom... It is weird. I have a friend down the street, a guy that I hang out with quite regularly. I think he's older than me. Nobody in our circle knows how old he is. He won't reveal anything. And the other night we were sitting out on my patio having a couple of beer and there was about five of us sitting in a huge circle. Again, COVID. Oh, Thank God. And again, I'm just sort of, I'm lobbing questions out to the group of people sitting around just trying to get a gauge for how old my friend Des is. And be like, so guys, what was the most popular song when you were in grade 12? You know? <laughs> and he won't take part in that conversation. He won't. That's so strange. Yeah, we've, done, we've worked with some people like that. Yeah. Like, oh. Keep it a mystery. That guy that worked where I'm pointing? Mm -hmm. He. How old was he? I don't know. Yeah. There was a guy that worked... With us, in ours, uh, that was weird. Also weird, this one from Julie. I wasn't allowed to buy a bare naked lady's cassette tape because my mom thought that they were naked. I wonder what cassette. I hope it was one with one week on it. I hope it was the one that you pull on your cheeks and you say born on a pile of <laughs> It's born on a pirate ship. Of course. But you pull your cheeks out and you can't help but say what I may have just said. Did the auto bleep work on that? 
Uh, I don't think it did. Oh, oh no, wait, it did. You're clean. You're listening to the Lawn Chair Profits with Garner and Bryce. They're trapped in your phone forever. Okay, so at our nine to fives. Which isn't really nine to five at all. No, it's actually like five to nine. <laughs> in the morning. Those hours are grueling. <laughs> uh, like right now it's quarter after 10. It's the, I feel like I've worked overtime. Yeah, I'm putting in the work today. Yeah. Uh, we're doing the March Madness of TV theme songs, where we're whittling down to find the greatest TV theme song of all time. I don't know where, what's going to win. We're not quite there yet. We're in the Elite Eight right now. Yeah, and we have to preface this by saying there's only room for 64 songs. It doesn't matter what kind of March Madness bracket you're running, whether it's basketball or the March Madness of TV theme songs or the March Madness of junk food. You can only have 64 things. So there are certain things that aren't going to make the cut. Yeah. And there were a few that we missed. Like the one that I think was a glaring, and you and I both missed it, was the theme from South Park. I feel like such a fool. Like it should have been in there because that's an iconic theme song. It's Primus, or less Claypool at least. Yeah. And yeah, that one was missed. That was a whoopsie-daisy on my part. Um, I, I This one's still in the race. This is the one that I think wins it, is this guy here. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how, how I became the, the prince of a, of a town called, called Bel-Air. That is my money. Well, who knows when are when you're listening to this. But we don't have the final results yet, but I think that's going to win it all. It beat the Hockey Night in Canada theme yesterday. Yeah. It's crazy. I think it's got all the le- – and it should win. I will not be upset if that one wins. Yeah. Uh, I did have a pick earlier as a dark horse that ended up losing in the first round, and I'm still shook, as the kids say. It was this guy. There's a boss that keeps on calling me. Hey, everybody. Down the road, it's where I'll always be. Littlest hobo Every bounced. step of the way. I don't even remember what it lost to. Or maybe uh, it was Hockey Night in Canada. But oh, like, yeah, that was the opening round. You come to learn that the best of the best all have words. They all have lyrics. And the best ones are the ones that describe what happens in the show. Well, I think the perfect example of that would be uh, it's the story of a lovely lady who was bringing up three very lovely girls. Yes. All of them had hair of gold like their mother. This guy. The youngest one. Here's the story of a lovely lady. All of them had hair gold, like their mother, the youngest one in curls. That one does not sound dated at all. It's the story of a man named Brady who was busy with three sons of his own. Look at that. See that? The the beauty of that theme song, it told you exactly. Okay, here we go. We're going to get you up to speed in about 22 seconds. You're going to know exactly (laughs) what's going on. If you missed the previous nine seasons, don't worry because we got your back. I think another one was this one. Like they tell the whole story. That goes on for some time. A millionaire and his wife, a movie star. That was a good theme song. Both of those <laughs> lost in the opening round, though, right? Oh, yeah, they're done. They got kicked to the curb. Now, there are some good ones. Uh, one at least, I think just one. Uh, is still in it that is just instrumental. Oh. And it's good, but it could be better with the addition of lyrics, I think. Yeah. 
And if there's one thing you and I are good at, it's making up lyrics for things. I'm surprised I haven't been recruited by Hollywood to come do this full time. Are we talking about The Office? Yeah. Yeah. So what we thought we would do is take a few of the instrumental ones that we had in March Madness this year and maybe add some lyrics to see if we improved upon them. And uh, we both tackled The Office. We did our own individual takes of it. Okay. And I say we grade them right now. Here we go. Who's going first? Let's start with you. <clears throat> so this is yours. Jim and Pam, Dwight and Angela. They all take turns staring at the camera. That's a good rhyme. Ooh, that was good. Dunder Mifflin is where they all work. Michael's a sweet guy, but comes off like a jerk. Jim plays a prank on Dwight, The Office. Yeah. Ooh, not bad. There's a lot of character listing going on there. You mentioned where they work. You, you have to introduce the people to the characters, because the characters drive the show. I feel caught up. I feel like I could jump right in. Yeah, you know that at some point in that episode, Jim will play a prank on Dwight. Dwight will push Jim's stuff off of his desk with his ruler. Man. That's solid. Okay, let's hear yours. All right, here's my take on The Office. Michael is a weird boss. It can get uncomfortable. Jim and Dwight never get along. They're always bickering. Scranton is a real place. I hope I never go there. Paper sales, hijinks, and hot romance. This show has everything. The Office. You got to yell the name of the show at the end. Oh, I missed out on yelling the name uh, of the no, show. No, that is good. I like the uh, I like the swipe at Scranton because it doesn't look like a very nice place. A little, uh, little gritty. Yeah. Scranton, Pennsylvania is. Some would argue that the town in which we're sitting in right now looks a little bit like Scranton. Not unlike. Yeah. Um, okay, nicely done, Bryce. I don't know who gets the points on that one. No, call that one a draw because I did miss the name of the show. Yeah. That's very true. Uh, so we thought we'd continue on. You did another one. These ones are both space-related. Yeah, I did Star Trek and you did... X-Files. Okay, so let's listen to your Star Trek theme. I think I'm pretty proud of this. Okay, let's do this then. To boldly go where no man has gone before. That's Captain Kirk, Spock's the one with pointy ears. Transporter room, the mission was just five years. Whoosh, was the sound of a closing door. <laughs> yeah. Kirk's mission was to bone where no man boned before. Star Trek, it's better than Star Wars. Scotty says, I don't know if she can take any more. So set your phasers to stun. It's time for 60 minutes of fun. Yeah. Okay, that was rock solid. Can we also just, can I just take a moment here to point out how terrible people are at recording TV theme songs and posting them on YouTube? Have you noticed that <laughs> yes, too? Yes, I have. What the hell? Who taught you how to tape? And also, YouTube, you can go through, get rid of the duds and losers. Keep one. 
Yeah. We don't need 10 million of each thing. Like both those ones that I had to use, The Office and Star Trek, the end, like they just clip it off. Yeah. You got to let that thing fade. But you know what? I didn't even notice because I was too taken away. Yeah. Especially the description of the doors going whoosh. I yeah, thought it was particularly strong. It might be some of my finest. I don't know if I'm real proud of to boldly bone. bone where no man has boned before. That was good. Yeah. It set me up for 60 minutes of fun. Yeah. Put your phasers on stun. That was excellent. Okay. Now you've got X-Files, which was one of my favorite shows back in the day. Scully and Mulder. Okay. Oh. Now I had the disadvantage of never having actually watched an episode. Of what? So. Oh, I'm, you had to freestyle this? So I freestyled it based on an outsider's perceived idea of what happens on this show. Aliens and mystery. Agents Mulder and Scully. Sexual tension is extreme. FBI agents chasing leads. Murder, intrigue, and weirdos. David Duchovny was also in Red Shoe Diaries. <laughs> aliens! Okay, I like the uh, aliens <laughs> at the end. It wasn't the name of the show. No. But it set you up for what you were in for. Yeah. And reminded you about Red Shoe Diaries. Uh, you kind of, you, you missed a good reference to uh, The Smoking Man, which you could also take from your beloved Bare Naked Ladies one week. Huh. He's mentioned in there. Uh, the Lone Gun Theory, which was a conspiracy group. So I hate to mark your work right here on the podcast, Bryce. I didn't want to get too episode specific. Yeah. So I kept it vague and made sure I mentioned the sexual tension. The sexual tension, though, was it, if you had missed the sexual tension, <laughs> I would have said, get that off the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, like from episode one, you're like, I hope this is the one where Fox Mulder and Dana Scully hook up. His name is Fox? Fox Mulder. That's a terrible name. Or is it a fantastic name? Now you got me thinking about it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Lawn Chair Profits with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Theme by Garner Andrews. Guests of the Lawn Chair Profits enjoy catering by that weird dude down the hall. <laughs> he smells.